Hello, this is Saeedul Zaman from NewsLaundry.com, bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Monday, the 28th of November. Over 3,000 people have been booked by the Kerala police on Monday in connection with violent clashes during an ongoing protest against the Adani Port project in Kerala's Vizinjam, PTI reported. According to the officials, the Vizinjam police station was attacked by protesters on Sunday. 36 police personnel were reported to be injured in the violence that ensued. Protests have been going on for the past few months against Rs. 7,500 crore project. The protest is led by the fishermen under the aegis of Latin Catholic Diocese of Trivandrum. The protesters alleged that construction of the port could cause massive sea erosion and lead to a loss of their dwellings and livelihood. The Indian Express reported the construction resumed after four months on the direction of the Kerala High Court, following which the protest took a violent turn on Saturday after demonstrators prevented the Adani Group from resuming construction at the project site. According to the Indian Express, a separate clash broke out between the protesters and local Hindu organizations who came out in support of the port project. An FIR has been filed against the Trivandrum Archbishop Thomas Neto. Auxiliary Bishop R. Christudas and 13 other Latin Catholic priests in connection with Saturday's violence. The fishermen alleged that five men were taken in custody by the police. Protesters attacked the Vizinjam police station, demanding the release of those arrested on Sunday night. The protesters vandalized furniture, damaged several vehicles parked on the police station premises, and held officials hostage. The police said. 36 police personnel were injured in the attack at the station according to additional director general of police MR Ajit Kumar Former BJP minister and veteran leader Jay Narayan Vyas joined the Congress at the party office in Ahmedabad on Monday 3 days before the first phase of assembly polls in the state Vyas and his son Samir Vyas were felicitated by party president Mallikarjun Kharge and Rajasthan chief minister Ashok Gehlot PTI reported Vyas who was a minister in the Gujarat government between 2007 and 2012 quit on November 5 stating that he got tired of being in the role of a complainant in the Safran party despite his seniority Indian Express reported The inclusion of Vyas is anticipated to help the Congress in the contest for the Sidhpur seat in the Patan district where Congress party's Chandan Ji Thakur is the sitting MLA The BJP suspended 19 party leaders last week after they submitted their names as independent candidates to contest the election. The BJP has denied tickets to 42 sitting MLAs in the upcoming elections as they are seeking a seventh term in the office in Gujarat. The governing party secured 99 seats in the 2017 assembly election, seven more than what was necessary for a majority, while Congress won just 77 seats. Listeners, the News Laundry team is in Gujarat to bring you ground reports, interviews and another election show. Coverage like this requires a lot of resources and we do this without any corporate or government ad money. So power our election coverage by going to newslaundry.com and clicking on the NL Sena button. Power us to help support public interest journalism and counter hate. A report by Fitch Ratings on Monday said that growth at Indian banks is looking to accelerate to 13% this fiscal year despite the rise in interest rates by the RBI PTI reported Since May the RBI raised interest rates to fight inflation by 190 basis points According to Fitch Ratings the acceleration comes as the country's economy picks up after the lull created by the pandemic 
In October, India's annual rate of inflation fell to its lowest in three months, 6.77%, thanks to a slower rise in food prices. Though a full year of growth revealed a slowdown from 17% speed in relation to the first half, the credit demand is still expected to be growing in the coming financial year, reported Fitch. This comes as there is a need for credit post the pandemic lull as businesses and consumers are increasing their spending. According to a Reuters poll, India's economy will most likely return to its normal of 6.2% of annual growth in the July-September bracket after a significant increase in the previous quarter. The Supreme Court on Monday objected to remarks made by the Union Law Minister Kiran Rijiju over the collegium system of the top court, saying the remarks should not have been made, Bar and Bench reported. The bench also asked why the names recommended by the collegium for judicial appointments were not being cleared. While participating in a summit organized by the news channel Times Now, the law minister had said that the collegium system is not in consonance with the constitution, while also adding that the collegium cannot expect the government to simply accept all the recommendations it makes. The Supreme Court on Monday was hearing a contempt petition filed by the Advocates Association Bengaluru against the Union Law Ministry for not approving 11 names given by the Supreme Court Collegium. Justice S.K. Call questioned why the government wasn't approving candidates for judicial appointments given that the National Judicial Appointment Commissions Act was invalidated by the Supreme Court in 2015, Live Law reported. According to the law, the Chief Justice, two senior Supreme Court judges, the Law Minister and two other distinguished individuals chosen by the Chief Justice the Prime Minister and the Leader of Opposition would be responsible for appointing judges. The Supreme Court stated on Monday that the system as a whole is frustrated by withholding names for judicial appointments. The Attorney General told the court that he would work to find a solution. On December 8, the case will be heard. Covid restrictions in China were eased by the authorities on Monday as the protesters asked for Xi Jinping's resignation during protests against controls that confine millions of people to their homes. The zero-Covid strategy implemented by China aims to isolate every infected person at home or placed under quarantine at government facilities. However, residents claim they have been confined to their homes for up to four months and that there isn't enough stable food supply. The police used pepper spray against protesters in Shanghai and struggled to suppress demonstrations in other cities including Beijing, the capital. There was no official word on the number of protesters that were detained by the police. Protests had broken out in several cities after 10 people were killed in a fire at a high-rise building in Urumqi, the capital of Xinjiang region, on November 24. According to the protesters, the victims were unable to flee because the building was partially closed down. It was announced by the city government of Beijing that gates to block access to apartment compounds where infections are found will no longer be set up. On Sunday, two European journalists covering the demonstrations in China were detained. A BBC journalist was allegedly assaulted and detained while covering a protest in Shanghai yesterday. The journalist Ed Lawrence works for BBC's China Bureau. Michael Puker, a correspondent for Radio Television Suisse, the Swiss Broadcasting Corporation's French language division, was the second journalist to be detained. Both the journalists have been released. That's all the news we have for you today. Have a good day or a good night depending on where you're listening from. See you tomorrow.
All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel.